Hello, everyone. I'm your host, Sydney Lynn Rudd, and welcome to episode one of Quarterish Life Crisis, titled Tunnel Vision. Woo! Do you guys like my theme song? Uh... (laughs) I we're I feel like the next few weeks are going to be different songs every time I start talking because this is just too much damn fun finding these songs that you don't have to pay for to use on a podcast they're so fun and maybe it'll d- depend on the vibe of the episode like maybe on my really somber sad episodes I'll have really sad music but this one you know not sad and it's episode one my intro I I mean I didn't even know how to like cut tracks I just said Sydney you have to edit you have to just do it so I just recorded in one take and had to like that was it but anyway yes we're here this is episode one I'm really excited to talk about something that I care about and I feel as though I really have some knowledge So let's just dive right in. This is going to be about my musical theater journey so far and kind of where I'm at and my discoveries, my past, blah, blah, blah. Just about me, okay? No. Uh, But anyway, musical theater, I don't know how many musical theater kids are out there or will ever listen to this, but yeah, I was a musical theater kid growing up. I began doing... That's my email. Gonna have to edit that one. Anyway, I was a musical theater kid. Began doing musical theater when I was about five years old. Yes, I was one of those, but I really, I loved it. I loved it so much. Uh, And I kind of just did it my entire life. I think I tried the sports thing out for like three days at a time. My dad plays tennis. He was a tennis pro in college. And I, to be honest, I was pretty good at tennis. I'm not going to lie, but I didn't love it. And I also didn't love having my father as a coach. It just was, no one wants to have their parent also tell them what to do when they're doing an activity. I mean, just, I, I was not a fan. So anyway, I did musical theater my whole life, kind of just as a hobby, as it was what I would do every summer. And I would always do the school musicals, of course. And I was just the musical theater girl. I was the girl who could sing and dance and it was not cool like I was not a cool kid but in terms of musical theater world like when I would go to rehearsals like I was cool I felt so cool but at normal school not cool not cool you know I started taking it pretty seriously early on but when I was 15 uh I made the decision that going to a performing arts high school was going to be good for me and my family had looked into moving because we weren't we felt pretty stuck in where we were living we lived in a really small city that I now look back and I really miss it but at the time like we needed to get out and as a family it was just a big decision and when you're 15 that's such an awkward age because I had all my friends I grew up with at home and leaving them was so scary but Like, after a few weeks, I was fine. Like, I just adjusted so quickly. But, um, yeah, I went to 
moved to a new state, went to performing arts high school, didn't know a soul. And the school I went to was pretty elite. Like they had so many graduates be successful. Um, and it was, it was a competitive place. Like the second you walked in, you were like, oh shit, this is serious. And my life became so different the second I entered that school. Like my, I was, I became a different person within one year of being there. Uh, basically the layout that they gave you in high school (laughs) was that after high school, you go to a musical theater college, you get a BFA and, and it can't be, essentially you were looked down on. I don't know by the teachers, but definitely like by your peers, it was a oh my god is so and so going to this school did you hear they got into this school and if you didn't get into one of the top five schools that people knew because every single white boy got into those then you felt embarrassed anyway so anyway you get into a top musical theater school and then after that you move to new york city and you're on broadway like or you work professionally in some capacity whether that be Broadway, cruise, tour, national, international, whatever. But what made it so hard was that my high school and so many institutions, no matter what major you are, I feel like, but a sp- specifically musical theater, they say this, oh, they say this phrase to you that is the only thing you can love is musical theater. And if you want to do something else, you should do that because it'll be easier. And that has stuck with me but till now. I mean, it, it, it took year. This year is the only year I've been able to go, wait a second. What? Like when you hear that as a 15 year old, it's really daunting. And at the time, like their word was God to me. Like ultimately I looked up to the people who said this and knew I wanted to perform. Therefore, I didn't dive into anything else. That's the plot of this podcast. I had no other hobbies. I didn't really have any other skills and I did not give a fuck about really any other class that wasn't plugged into becoming a performing arts person like uh forget math class I I flew right off the handle with all my gen eds because it wasn't helping me progress in my singing dancing and acting therefore I just had to get by because I was putting all of my emotional mental and physical strength into musical theater so I spent every second of the day for years pretty much stressed about the end goal like it was like about this little dot I could see at the end of this really long road like I was just reaching for that and every day I felt pressure to be not the best version of myself but better than everyone else like I I didn't have time to be remotely normal I didn't go to a single football game I didn't any sports event. I didn't talk to really anyone who didn't do musical theater. Like I had a boyfriend my senior year and not even that was normal because he was 
even more tunnel vision than me in musical theater. Like, that's a whole other episode. But I, I feel like I wasted so much time wrapped up in my own bubble. And I got out of high school. I got into a performing arts college and I went and I was surrounded by people who thought more outside of the box, I would say. And they, to me, because I was so warped into like this robot of a musical theater person, I thought these people who thought outside the box were just fucking weird. Like, I I was like, these people don't care about musical theater. Like, why are they talking about the stars? Like, they, they should be talking about singing, dancing, acting. And some of them, I mean, were not focused. Like, of course, any college you go to, there's always a group of people who doesn't actually care about what they're majoring in. But lots of these people did. And I just like immediately pinned them as people who didn't care because they had a personality and my whole personality was just musical theater. And by like by senior year, so previous to getting into college, I was burnt out. Like to the point where I wanted to quit. I lost all my love for singing, dancing, and acting. It became so high pressure, and I was only 17. Like, all the joy I had for the art that I had loved for so long had been sucked out of me because it became my entire world. And honestly, just a it, it was a game of proving myself to the right person at the right time, and if I didn't, I was a failure, and yeah, I was just so lost. Um, and it's so sad because growing up, like that's that's just not how it was. Like the theater kids, you're a misfit. Like you're the misfits. You're the weirdos. And when you go to rehearsal at the end of the day, like you're all the weirdos who love the same thing. And it's just this magical, magical feeling. And then you grow up and you start to take it more seriously and you're surrounded by brats and you turn into a brat. And then even within the performing arts world, they put you in an even smaller box as you get older. Like people literally call you. Okay, essentially, if you don't know anything about musical theater, um, we, we sing, dance, and act. And then obviously you have actors who are in TV film, actors who just do straight plays, actors, blah, blah, blah. But essentially at the core of it, even if you're a professionally trained dancer, at the core, you're an actor. We're all actors. Like I really have always emphasized that myself. Um, but even within our own field, they pigeonhole you and say oh you're a musical theater actor or you're just a tv film actor you oh you just do you're just a dancer blah 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 look why the why the fuck can't you do it all like why being an mt actor became like an embarrassing 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 thing um because we just weren't taken as seriously like in acting class we could not possibly be as good as the straight acting majors because we are musical theater actors like do you know any fucking famous people did musical theater growing up and hello like we do all three why are you making us feel less than like we're supposed to be in the same community and we can't even lift each other up in our own community therefore people outside of it like they're they don't give a fuck about us obviously like the arts are the least funded 
as we've seen, especially through this pandemic, it's just become more and more clear that the arts are not really cared about unless you're in them or you have someone in them. Like, we're the ones who go to see the shows, you know. Anyway, on top of the performing arts community inside institutions being a game, studying musical theater didn't allow me to learn anything outside of it. Uh, No one taught me the business side. And I think a lot of musical theater programs, you know, you take like the the business class at the end of your senior year where you learn, okay, you have to have a website, a resume, blah, blah, blah. But in my opinion, it'd be pretty smart to take musical theater majors and make them minor in business or at least take a set number of classes throughout the years because at the end of the day, if you're a performer, you're your own business. And that that was said a lot. But what does that mean? Like, what does that mean? Okay, well, look at social media right now. Your social media matters. You could literally lose a job over some casting director finding your Instagram and there's a picture that they just don't like or there's a legal activity or something, you know, too sexual, like that could cost you a job. Those are things that I wish we didn't have to think about, but we do. And no offense, but some of these professors, you know, they did theater 50 years ago. They have no clue what's going on. How could they possibly know? And how could they possibly stay up to date with the times? Like no one, no one has been a guiding hand in that, quite honestly. Anyway, that was a bit of a rant, wasn't it? That was just like a in the middle rant of the full conversation. <laughs> I I left my college after two years because, yeah, I just reached my breaking point. COVID heightened everything, obviously. I really don't think I would have left if it weren't for COVID, which is so crazy to think about Um, because I wouldn't be where I am now and my whole life would be be so much different and I just you know I'm fortunate and my parents were financially helping me pay for college not fully some of it was my own some of it was theirs and no matter you know no matter what I was going to be in debt at the end of my four years of getting this musical theater degree and when everything moved online and I was paying sixty thousand dollars to dance in my bedroom I just I couldn't do it. I, my gut said, no, like you have to use this money and this support and put it into training that makes sense. So to me, it wasn't worth the agony and I fled the country. <laughs> but actually I did in typical, in typical Sydney fashion, I ran, <laughs> I really ran. No, I, everything was closed like everyone was going to be online in the states and I needed to I needed to fall in love with musical theater again because now I'd been burnt out for senior year freshman year of college sophomore year of college I was just throwing a pity party for myself I hated everything about musical theater and I just I needed I needed a fresh start so I found programs that were going to be in person and at the time the UK was doing better than the United States um 
at the time. Not so much anymore, but at the time they were. And I found a program in London that was an intensive course, really quick, three months. And it was just acting, singing, dancing. And I thought that'll be great for me because if I hate it, it's only three months. If I learn, you know, zip zap zero, at least I'll learn something about myself because I'll be in a different country and I'll be able to discover a new city. So at the end of the day, I had nothing to lose financially, was paying less than I would for a semester at college. So it just made sense. And I brushed up on my musical theater skills and those three months was, those three months were, Sydney, those three months were, um, were great. Three of the best months I've ever had. I mean, yeah, I'll do a I'll do a whole London spiel, I'm sure, but that's not the point of this. I loved my three months and I felt like I'd brushed up my skills. I was back at it again. I knew no one and that forced me to just focus on my craft again and be open, be open. Uh meeting people from all around the world and going to different countries and cities changed my life. (laughs) Like in typical girl who studies abroad for a semester really, really did change my life. And as much as I got to dive back into musical theater and really like it again, uh, I really discovered that that cannot be the only thing I have to offer and can't be the only thing I put energy into. And if, I'll tell you what, if that is what's going to cost me a few or all professional MT jobs, okay, count me out. Like this world is so big and life is so short and the amount of opportunities missed when you have this tunnel vision of I have to be a star. This is the only thing I can do. I have to go to this school and meet this person and audition for this with this agent, blah, 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 blah. Well, guess what? Life flashes before your eyes and all you've done is that. And once you get it, once you get that one big goal, okay, what do you do next? What else do you have? What's your outlet that's going to make you feel better? Who have you met? Have you met someone outside of your hometown or the two cities you've lived in? No. And don't get me wrong. If you want something every once in a while, yeah, you've got to hone in and focus and chase and hustle 100%, but not to the point where you're miserable. Like if there's a curveball thrown your way, take it. It could be a helping hand or a sign, something brand new that you didn't even know you liked. And I don't know, I can't think of one performer, artist, human that I look up to or want to be like that doesn't have a million interests. Like I think of so many people who, oh, okay, yep. They're doing a play. Oh, now they're doing now they're doing a movie. Oh, they're writing a book. Oh my god, they just wrote an album. Oh my god, and and they went to school for for marketing. Like so many people in the performing arts don't even go to school for it because at the end of the day, it's art and it's not academic. You don't have to pay that much money. Like you either have a gift and you chase and you go or you don't. And I don't know. I just I want to be a person 
who soaks up the entire world because that that's what makes you obviously a better human but also a better actor like how am I supposed to dive into roles when I'm so narrow-minded and only a focused on one thing my entire life like I'll be so average and so mediocre which means I'll just have to get lucky or you just have to have money and that's the only way I'd begin that part you know what I mean I, I want to get something because I have the whole world around my head. I want to bring my personal amazing experiences and all the things that I've learned to the stage. I want to I want to bring that and you cannot do that if you live in a bubble and you're tunnel visioned and you go to performing arts high school and you go to a conservatory and you go to Broadway and that's your whole personality. I don't want to be around those people. I don't want to be one of those people. I want to be around people who care about this world and people who want to learn. And I want to be, yeah, yeah. So anyway, that's my spiel on tunnel vision. Uh, Advice recap? Advice recap, don't let your passion or dream or goals become a miserable job. I think that's what blurs the line of when you grow up and you love singing and dancing and then well that's what you rely on to pay your bills so it becomes a bit miserable if that's you know if that's what you want you you do that I thought that's what I wanted for 18 years so if you want that do it but if not you are totally okay finding a hobby finding a job that makes you at least remotely happy or taking a year to travel, do that and also hustle. You can do both. You can do it all. Open your eyes to the world around you. Explore, I mean, the sights you get to see, especially, you know, when you do open your eyes. It's amazing. And whatever you do, give 100%. Now that this is advice for myself. Whatever you do, give 100% and don't beat yourself up if you don't you know, follow the path you thought you were going to. If it doesn't go exactly as planned, oh well. Literally no one knows what they're doing. Okay. All we can do is our best and soak up as much of the world as possible. And your experiences are what make you whole and set you apart and make you different. And they give you a voice to use and to help educate and to grow. I'm really excited to go back and listen to that. I just went on a full rant and I hope it was somewhat cohesive. And (laughs) thank you guys so much for listening. This is going to be so much fun. Like this was only episode one and I just had such a good time expressing myself and hopefully being able to relate to some people. And I want to just continue this journey. I'm really excited and cheers, you guys. Kiss, kiss. Bye.